0: Good afternoon. This is H.T. Webster, and this is episode 14 of my podcast, Shared Consequences, season one. Um, For all new listeners that are just tuning in, I'll ask that you sort these um, episodes of this podcast in order from oldest to newest, so that you can kind of follow along the path uh, that we're going um, and hope that each episode will make more sense to you. Uh, in that manner. So, <clears throat> the last time we spoke, we talked a little bit about coping skills and um, trying to understand once the sexual abuse has taken place how to navigate the, na- navigate your life. Um, what, especially when you're a child. Um, not to say that it's any less traumatic when you're an adult, but when you're a child, you know, you're still you still have so many things to understand in life. And this just unfortunately clouds everything, um, for years to come. So I'm going to play for you right now, a poem by Charles Bukowski. Um, he's one of my favorite poets and he had written a poem called, there's a blue bird in my heart. And it basically states exactly what I mean. Once a child is sexually abused, um it it talks about how there's something inside him that's been caged and he doesn't know what to do with it so i'd like to refer to that as a child's innocence so there's always that little part of that innate piece of your soul that everybody's given by god or allah or the universe or whoever you answer to but there's always that innate peace that we get and once child sexual abuse takes place, something happens to that piece. And I'm just going to play the poem for you so that you understand what it is I'm trying to get at, and then we'll explain a little bit more about it, okay? Oh, and there's a video. Sorry about that. I don't, I don't understand why there's commercials on YouTube, but here we go.
1: There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay in there. I'm not going to let anybody see you. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I pour whiskey on him and inhale cigarette smoke and, and the whores of the bartenders and the grocery clerks. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay down. Do you want to mess me up? Do you want to screw up the works? Do you want to blow my book sales in Europe? There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too clever. I only let him out at night sometimes when everybody's asleep. I say, I know that you're there, so don't be sad. And I put him back, but he is a little in there. I haven't quite let him die. And we sleep together like that with our secret pact, And it's nice enough to make a man weep, but I don't weep, do you?
0: Thank you for indulging me with that. Let's dissect that a little bit. I find that so true to form for a child of sexual abuse because as I started to explain at the beginning of the episode, there's this piece of you that you know is pure and good and um, joyful I guess is the word joyful is the best way to describe it you know that's there but it gets muted once the sexual abuse takes place and then you don't know what to do with that part of you because it does, they don't kill that piece of you that's a piece of humanity they don't kill that but they mute it they snuff it out and you spend your whole life now trying to figure out how to let that bluebird out back out of your heart. And you do pour whiskey on it. And you do inhale cigarette smoke. And you do go to the grocery store and you smile and nobody else knows that that joyful bluebird is inside of you trying to find its way out and has no idea how to get there. And, um, and and the tears part at the end, you know, I don't weep, do you? Because now you're trying to grow into adulthood. You're going through adolescence. You're going through your early twenties. You're going through your mid thirties and you're trying to toughen up and understand, um, where your life is going, but that piece of you is always there. And also the part he refers to about how they sleep together. That's also very um, on point because you're always aware, no matter how drunk you get, <clears throat> excuse me, how many cigarettes you smoke, or if you take drugs, how many drugs you take, doesn't matter. That part of you is always there trying to find its way out when it should have been the most prominent part of you, of your human existence. But because it's been muted by childhood sexual abuse, you have to work at understanding how to revive that joyful bluebird in your heart. And he never goes away. You might be the only one that knows that he's there, but he never goes away. Um, you could really, I could really, in my mind anyways, uh, that could like sum up the entire podcast. That could sum up the entire crime that could sum up everything Um, very artistically, yet very true to form. Charles Bukowski nailed it. What do we do now with this piece of us that still wants to live? Although we are working every day to kill ourselves in one way or another, slowly but surely. Uh, If you're not hanging from a rope in your closet, You're drinking to excess, you're smoking to excess, you're not eating right. We're trying to do everything we can to make him go away so that we're finally okay with dying. And the beautiful part about being a human being is that God or Allah or whoever you wanna refer to does not allow that to happen. Even though terrible things have happened to you He does not allow you to forget that there's a part of you that needs to live. And it's a joyful part that you have to try to nurture back to existence. So thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to work on a timeline for uh, next episode because even though I have told you a little bit about my background and where I grew up, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the principal and his background and how he went from school to school to school to school before he got to Afton because there was a complete systemic failure based on his behavior. And because I'm telling you, I was not the first and I certainly was not the last, Um, but there was a systemic failure amongst the institutions that he worked for who just kept pushing him out and making him somebody else's problem. And I'm going to nail down the timeline um, accurately so that I can explain that to you uh, the next time we talk. So thanks for listening. I hope everybody stays well. We'll talk soon.